Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Pod Network Entertainment. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. Let me talk to you. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Adam! Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Run. Bang, the sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles. Hey, hey, this is the Cosmic Cactus, Paul London. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov. The star, the NXT champion, and you're listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening. And you are listening. And you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. To the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. You are now listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Romaran and Emil Natit. Tonight, today, whenever you're listening to this, we are doing a post-livestream bonus episode where we talk about the things we didn't get to talk about on the live stream because we only have an hour. And uh, what we didn't talk about was a bunch of things from WWE. So let's not waste any more of your time. Let's start first. Uh, one big star from stardom in Japan. Julia is coming to NXT or reportedly coming to NXT. A lot of people are mad about this because yeah. they feel that a talent like her does not deserve to head straight to the developmental territory. But that's a crock of shit. Because everyone yeah. went to NXT. Nakamura went to NXT. Uh, Asuka. Samoa Joe. Asuka. Io Shirai. Uh, Kairi Sane. Yeah, uh, Finn Balor, uh, Prince David, the best, Kevin Owens. Everyone went to NXT, and it's a thing that happens because you do have to familiarize yourself with the way WWE does its programming. There are some exceptions, yes, like a uh, AJ Styles or a the club, the, the OC, but some of them already know. So AJ Styles has what experience working for TV. Although yeah, Samoa maybe. Joe does as well, but uh, you know that's neither here nor there. But uh, Julia doesn't speak English much. Tapos, she is completely accustomed to working a whole different way of wrestling. They don't do things the same way in Japan, especially in Joshi wrestling. So you do have to get there to NXT and um, figure out how to do it the WWE way. Because otherwise, you're not being a good worker. You're not being a good employee. Yeah, and di ba natin like years ago when uh, this was before NXT, and uh, this is my always argument uh, against people who are saying that they should like every signee should jump up uh, to the main roster. Remember Sin Cara 
Like he went straight up <laughs> to the main roster. Yeah. Look what yeah. look at what happened, diba? Yeah. So I, I, to be fair, wala pa NXT at that time. No, meron. I mean, technically, no, no, FCW. No, yeah, no, they, I mean, yeah, FCW. They should have sent him to FCW. But again, this is the argument. Na, Brian Danielson went to FCW. Yeah, even though we have these great wrestlers, WWE has their own way of doing things. Like everything from programming to how people people wrestle. No, no matter how much people are are complaining about, oh, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna. Uh, hamper yung style ni Julia, which is hard hitting. But you know, it's if if uh, that may, uh, uh, enables her career to to be longer, then you know, hell to the yes, diba? So it's not a bad thing that she goes to NXT, and it, it has been a thing for years now. The biggest the the biggest stars of WWE today went through the went through the NXT system. I guess siguro may stigma pa kasi yung NXT yeah. the black and gold era. Like pe- like people who hasn't been watching NXT thinks that no, it's still um, 2.0. No, no, but, no. It's it's not just that. It's also because NXT really is a the developmental territory yeah, and a lot of people think a lot of internet fans because I think that if you are proven outside WWE you don't need to learn how to wrestle quote unquote wrestle again which is not what's happening there <laughs> uh, you're not learning how to wrestle again you're just learning how to get a feel of these things over in the US or over in WWE if you're from the US already so uh, it's Something that they won't understand because they don't go through it. Like, yeah. they're not wrestlers, right? Uh, so it's something that you have to learn. You know, um, get your head out of your ass and stop thinking that it's just developmental. It, it really isn't. Because uh, a good pro wrestler, especially a good world traveled pro wrestler, they know that they have to learn some things. Uh, that they don't know. That's why there's a stigma because it's developmental and uh, people think that that's for your mga greenhorns. Yeah. So I mean, I was earlier, no, like people also uh, shitting on those who are saying that her NXT, her going to NXT is a bad thing is that she's moving to a whole different country. Like, mahirap yon. If, if she goes to America and starts traveling agad-agad, that's, that's gonna affect that's gonna affect her because culture shock culture once she goes to America. So at least in NXT, she is based in Florida. She would have time to establish herself in in the in the US, which is again for someone who is Japanese going to a whole different country, that's a different diff, that's a difficult thing to do. Yeah. Uh, just a lot of people. Barking about things they don't know about, and we'll never know. So they tell a wrestler, we'll never get to that point if ever they become wrestlers. Anyway, yep. um, let's move on to the next point from NXT. Uh, Roxanne Perez is possibly turning heel. Yeah. She kind of snapped and uh, got in her feelings versus um, who was she? Ah, Organa Grace. Organa Grace. Yeah. That was uh, because she got angry. Um, the referee somehow decided. To reverse the decision. <laughs> if that were the case, how come we don't see it a lot more often? Because 
a lot of heels keep attacking people after the match. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was such you a know? weird. This is such a weird plot device. But Yon, um, Roxanne Perez maybe turning heel or at least showing a different side of her personality. I think deserved man because um, the whole uh, prodigy character was pretty much fulfilled now when she won the NXT Women's Championship from Mandy Rose. So I'm okay with this. Um, maybe she could get lessons from Booker T on how to be edgier. I don't know. Um, sure. Uh, let's, let's do this. Sure. Yeah, I, I'm I'm all in for this. I mean, uh, the whole Prodigy uh, character was was great. But again, she hasn't had that storyline where this is just a self this a conflict uh now she needs to to she needs to overcome and if you've been watching NXT recently you could they've been planting seeds for this if you've been watching NXT lately yeah. now, oh, no now she's been losing a lot yeah uh, she's been talking she, back a lot uh, more she had that she has a sophomore slump as we call it uh, uh so yeah this if if uh he needed must necessary necessarily turn heel but just a, an edge to the character would do her wonders yeah yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to this um, because, you know, uh, NXT does flesh out these characters a lot more than they did in the black and gold era. All right. Moving on. Obafemi wins the men's breakout tournament all the way from Nigeria. Pretty good. Um, I'm not super sold in Obafemi, but he does have the whole package. He has that African charisma. Uh, I think people will get behind him a lot more than they did with Omos. Uh, not so sure about his move set yet, but he is a big dude, and you don't have to go crazy with the big moves or you know weird acrobatic athletic moves when you're a big dude. So, oh, I know it. Um, it's weird because I didn't peg him to win it, but at the same time, how do you beat a guy that big? <laughs> yeah, uh, dude, he has he has a, that that presence. Uh, That's the first thing that I noticed when he when he was introduced nung, uh, a few weeks back. He has that presence, and he hasn't stepped in the ring yet. Pero may intrigue na sa kanya. That's a unique characteristic for a wrestler. Na hindi mo pa siya nagkita magwrestling, pero intrigue na sa kung kung ano siya, kung anong gagawin niya. Like it's very uh, it's very seldom that there's wrestlers like that, and. He has the he has the package to be a star in my opinion. Like uh, he's he's so athletic for his size, you know. I, th- I think it also comes from a foot. He comes from a football background, mm. if I'm not mistaken. So he has the he has athletic ability, and they've been pumping out this uh, these uh, nl nil talents like crazy. Nil, I think so. Oh, I think he. I think he is an. an is he uh, also faking the Nigerian accent like Apollo Cruz? <laughs> I, I can't tell, but it was good though. It's pretty. Yo, it's it, it lot, was good. Yeah, it's a lot better than Cruz. <laughs> yeah, the, you, the the promos that he's been doing like yeah. after the shows, uh-huh. he he hits a spot really. He he definitely gets it, and I'm really looking forward to him in NXT and possibly in the main roster in the in the, in the future. Say, I'm I'm sold on this guy and. Yung sa move set and the in ring skills that's gonna come. He's he's in he's in NXT for that for that particular reason. No, he doesn't need to go crazy because he's huge. Yeah. He's fucking huge. He's a horse, yeah. big horse. Yeah. But again, there's still room room for improvement there. And the fact that he's already this good, so ano pa kaya pag ganon na pag sa main roster, di ba? So 
I'm glad that he won the breakout tournament. I'm good with either Ben winning because Riley, uh, what was it? Riley Osborne, you uh, name yeah. He was. Yeah, he's yeah. also good. He is really good. Um, super athletic. Then that's um, he's gonna blend in with the axioms and the Nathan Frazier's there. So I'm good with both of them winning. But I'm all like, but Obafemi winning this tournament was definitely the right move. Si Obafemi na karon naman eh, ng video package. Eh. Riley yeah. Osborne did not. So that kind of gave it away. <laughs> but I like that video package. So they did, you know, flesh him out a little more. They talked about his Nigerian background, his upbringing. And you don't see that often nowadays, especially in AW. So uh, more of these, I, I love um, the storytelling here. I will talk about a little more of that in a bit. Uh, moving on. Um, Ridge Holland gets a full-on interview after he quote-unquote, injures Ilya Dragunov. And this is so good. Um, yeah, so good. We talked, we talked shit about the story in our last live stream last year. And then I kind of have to eat my words about <laughs> it because they made up for it with this particular development. So if you missed it, the interview was all about Rich Holland talking about his accidents in the ring. So uh, a lot of people forget that he wasn't just injuring other people accidentally. He was also injured a lot accidentally so um he caught you know, he broke his ankle i believe on, on that suicide dive spot catching someone else forgot who uh, i think it was oni oni larkin yeah, I, yeah 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 God. <laughs> jesus that's how long ago it was that was he ate a senton to or i believe uh 450 was it a yeah the knee yeah you need, the knee to his nose yeah. so he they talk about all the accidents that happened in the ring and they make it a point to tell everyone, and you know, it's now up to everyone to listen, that these things just happen without anyone intending uh, them to. It's not a matter of whether someone was being unsafe or someone was being negligent. Because you can be as safe as you can possibly be. You can measure your strikes. You can measure your throws. You can measure your bumps. But if one thing goes wrong without anyone's fault, it goes wrong. And all of us, we know that. We know that as we step in the ring. Okay, uh, a lot of fans don't because it's, it's a lot easier to point fingers at someone who you think injured someone else. Because uh, you want someone to blame. It, it's, you know, you want someone to blame. It's easier to find someone to blame, especially when it's two guys working together in the ring and supposed to be protecting each other. So... Uh, they also characterized Ridge Holland as someone who is a provider for his family. So he keeps coming back uh, after these accidents to just provide for his family. Because he's not the affected So he has a, a, a kid, I believe, one, at least one kid to provide for his wife. And they all depend on him. So he has to keep coming back to work and rising above this, uh, this, um, this adversity. So I really like that. It it humanized him a lot. Um, I guess the only bad thing about it was that it was medio tasteless that they worked an injury with Ida Dragunov. Because Ida is really beloved. And then you already have a bad rep. Ridge already has a bad rep. Right? So going with that first, I know you needed that to get to this interview. But going with that first, that's definitely going to leave a lot of people uh, really pissed off. And it might even just uh, 
turned off a lot of people from Ridge Holland completely. And I saw a lot of that uh, on, on social media after it happened. And right before uh, it was revealed in the work on Shine, and then right before Ilya Dragunov showed up on NXT last week. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, a lot of you fans, if you're listening to this, you need to apologize to Ridge Holland. You need to apologize to that man. Yeah, and again, I said I also said this during the, the live stream there. Coming out of that, uh, the incident, Ridge, I felt sympathy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt sympathy for, for his character. He became a sympathetic babyface for me. And again, coming out of this interview, he became even more of a sim- sim- uh, sympathetic babyface in my eyes because, you know, you heard this, this side of the story. And I for people who doesn't have a clue, after watching this, they should have a clue. Uh, they should. They probably should have. Again, like you said, they should apologize to Ridge Holland because, again, injuries uh, happen. Whether it, walang walang make a gustuan na makainjure ng ng wrestler. Like injuries happen in wrestling. Chai uh, got injured more than he, he yeah, got exactly. injured other people. <laughs> exactly. So. As someone who got injured a lot, why and experienced the pain of being injured, why the hell is he going out there trying to injure people, right? Oh, it doesn't make sense. It it common sense lang yun, eh. ba? Yeah. Kung di ba, may kasabihan tayo kung ayaw mong gawin sa iyo, wag mong gawin sa iba. Oh. Diba? So again, this, he came out here as a sympathetic babyface. So I really don't know because initially I thought oh, they're going to head towards him being a vicious heel, but now on after this, maybe is the, is he gonna have a revenge arc here and be a solid babyface from now on? So that's I will leave them to that. I have full faith in NXT to tell this story really well. So what would you think, bro? If it was the other way around, if they had what this interview first, if they had this to tell the 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 issues um, with Holland be, it, and it then kinda, before it doesn't make sense because was on recent nothing with him. Yeah, okay, if they yeah. did this after the after the Elton Prince injury, which was also an accident, by the way, forgot yeah. to mention that. May sense, yun. If they did that on SmackDown, but they didn't because he wasn't being pushed at the time until now when he went back to NXT, right? So um, it wouldn't have made sense. Although I could see it, like there's no reason not to start with it, right? Yeah, uh, it just wouldn't have. Made as much sense. So, yeah, if if Big E isn't mad at Ridge, if Elton Prince isn't yeah. mad at Ridge, there is no right for you. To, if there's no that. backstage heat on yeah. Ridge, then there's no reason for people to to shit on him. Because again, you're not you're you're not a wrestler. You're you're not in there. You're not you know you don't know the happenings that Nanyare say inside the leg. So, again. Uh, he came out here as a sympathetic baby. Face. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's really uh, kudos, good. kudos to whoever wrote this because they nailed, I think, how to approach young reputation ridge and how to um have him address all of that. It's so so good. Uh, yeah. reinforces why I, I cannot miss NXT every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why pasalama tayo na may Blast TV. Yes, na. Blast TV, <laughs> Blast TV. Right, moving on, we have some other things to talk about. Charlie Dempsey wrestled his yeah. AJPW match this week, All Japan Pro Wrestling, for the All Japan Pro Wrestling Triple Crown Championship that was established um, back in the 80s, around that time. And you inspiration, Eddie Kingston, for his own Triple Crown Championship in AW. So uh, I read that a lot of the Japanese fans were 
confused as to why it was Charlie Dempsey of all NXT guys <laughs> that was brought here. And I get it. He was good. Um, I, I, I haven't seen the match, but I have seen clips of it. And he was good. But they're right. It doesn't make sense. And it was you know, announced all of a sudden in that uh, JAV looking video <laughs> last month. But uh, I felt like WWE could have made it a lot more hardworking. Um, I felt like they should have had a small qualifier or you know a short tournament, just a qualifier, anything, to um, give us a reason why uh, Charlie Dempsey was the guy na pinide. I say they're right. Charlie Dempsey, Charlie Dempsey hasn't done anything important yeah. at NXT. So why this guy? Uh, could you at least say that you know William Regal brokered the deal and then William Regal <laughs> uh, exercised his nepo powers to send Charlie Dempsey over? But Jepper, they're not telling that story because Dempsey doesn't want to be associated on screen with with his dad. So you know the man. Um, that's my take on it. That's what I, I felt like they could have avoided the whole confusion about the whole thing. So honey, Charlie went after the triple crown. So I can get the confusion. It's their probably their, their title. So imagine if I know someone like uh someone who is young and uh, will suddenly challenge for their biggest title. So I, I can see the confusion there by the audience, but yeah, and I also agree they could have set up something at least so that masabi ng mga tao na Charlie Dempsey earned this title shot by virtue of winning uh mini tournament to uh to to have the style of Shepard the triple crown. But nonetheless, he really he looked really solid. Like yeah. Shepard, I mean there's no really doubt about solid. it. Yeah. yeah. I, I saw a clip of him uh doing the cattle mutilation. So we like <laughs> wow, I haven't seen that before. Like I, I've seen the cattle mutil- mutilation, but the way he did it, like wow, the ball so um he's definitely good. So NXT capitalized on this dude. He's really good, right? So, um, I I know he's he's a son of William Regal, but I think he could stand out on his own, talaga, as his own guy. Yeah. Uh. Well, hopefully, like so yeah. they're so busy doing the the no quarter catch wrestling club. Um. Uh, all right. Last point, and this is a good one: the gaslighting of <laughs> Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams continues. <laughs> Is getting funnier by the funnier by the moment. Um, so na. If, yeah. if it wasn't obvious before that yeah, Melo yeah. is fucking with Trick, and now the only person who isn't aware of it is Trick. It's Trick. <laughs> they, they gave they gave the game away. They gave the game away, and uh, I think it's good. Temperate. This is the kind again the kind of predictable that is good. Because hey, the story is engaging. We, we are really sympathetic towards Trick. Uh, um, yung nangyari sa match, they proved my point, my theory as to why Trick was getting over because they knew that Trick was still improving and he wasn't on the level of guys like Melo and Ilya and now Grayson Waller. So, see, Grayson Waller, who visited um, NXT, he told Trick during the match that he wasn't on his level. And that's why he's over because they want to see he's he's now the legit underdog, even though he's bigger than these guys. Because <laughs> they, they know that he's not as good. Yeah, he's the underdog. They want to they want to see him improve. They want to see him pull out that that surprise shock win. And that's what that is what works. And I, I like that for them. That was uh the um 
the interweaving of the SmackDown feud between Grayson Waller and Kevin Owens is really good. It was a good way for uh, Trick to beat Waller and keep his title shot. So whoever is writing yung mga, yung mga stories across uh, the main roster shows and NXT, really, really good. I don't, I don't know how you guys do it, but you guys do it. And I think NXT is like the most solid uh, writing team out of all the TV shows right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Also, I agree with everything you said. I mean, uh, again, this is why Trick is super popular. You say, you know, the, the story that they're telling here is uh, basically uh, Trick being naive of things. <laughs> uh, every everyone sees it, but him. Uh, so he'll he'll learn he'll learn his sto- uh, his lesson here eventually and uh and i think we're gonna we're gonna get the uh the turn pretty soon because i <laughs> thought we're gonna i thought we're gonna get the match the, uh last wednesday the title match but in the papala so i, I think malapit lang wagana, probably gonna be on vengeance up. day because they're yeah. promoting vengeance day uh, and yeah, i so. think Ilya is still doing ridge or i don't know maybe after pa because Ilya is still has that ridge match so we don't know yet i think they're focusing on uh the metal trick thing which is <laughs> which is what they should focus on it's yeah. really good <laughs> it's really good yeah so again kudos to the, the we keep saying this every week but kudos to nxt talaga. like they they're uh, easily the best weekly tv program right now for me yeah I mean, if you love porn, it's also good because it's it's porn. I, I again, I keep saying it, it's porn acting. It's really good. All right, all right, all right. That's it for our bonus post live stream episode. Emil, thank you for joining me, and you guys, thank you for joining us for more wrestling talk. There is always too much wrestling talk. Yeah, it's the start of the year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see you guys again for picks of the week early next week around Tuesday or Wednesday, probably. And Shepard, uh, our usual Thursday live stream is going back to Thursdays now because we uh, event. <laughs> we'll see you guys then. Uh, again, uh, please follow us on social media at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter and TikTok at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Instagram and threads at the, uh, the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Facebook and the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Walangda on YouTube. Spell it out. Uh, SEO. And uh, follow us on Twitter as well uh, at EML underscore Meister for Emil at Monday Night Rowan N-I-T-E for Rowan at underscore Stan C for Stan at Jim Supersize for Chino. For myself, it is at Rowan's War on Twitter and at Shang.Daddy on Instagram and threads. All right. Again, this is a wrestling wrestling podcast bonus episode. We'll see you again next week. Till then, stay safe. Uh, tell your loved ones that you love them, and uh, don't be a dick. That's right. Wrestling wrestling podcast out later, weirdos. Peace. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.